Welcome to the Zoho My Business Podcast. I'm Mark Straniglia, and on my journey to building a million-dollar business, Zoho and using software efficiently was one of the keys to my success. Whether you're a business owner or employee using Zoho in your business, this podcast is for you. My goal is to make Zoho easier to use and easier to apply to your specific business so that you can be more productive and more profitable. Hey everyone, it's Mark Cerniglia here, Zoho enthusiast and entrepreneur. Uh, so glad you decided to join me for this episode. I'm really excited about this episode. So we're going to do a CRM walkthrough. And I'm really excited about this because this is what I wish I had when I started using Zoho. And it's what I wish I had to give my team, you know, when either we rolled out Zoho or when we make a new hire. And so this episode is great for you if you are either a business owner or the person in the business in charge of things like CRM and software. You're the person who's kind of spearheading something like Zoho being rolled out in the business. This episode is also perfect for you if you are either a new hire of the business or you've been there for a while, but Zoho is new in the business because what we're going to do in this episode is we're going to do kind of a 10,000-foot overview of Zoho CRM. And I'm going to do my best to not be too elementary, right? I don't want to assume that everyone listening doesn't know certain things, but I also want to be careful that I assume some things are known, if that makes sense. So I'm going to try to toe the line well of of not being too elementary, of not saying a bunch of stuff that you're like, yeah, that's obvious. Um, so you know, bear with me there because I'm going to try to toe that line well. But this is really great for you, whether you're new to the company and therefore new to Zoho or you're the person or you're the entrepreneur who's thinking about or rolling out Zoho and therefore Zoho is new to your company because we're, what we're going to do is we're going to kind of get on the same page on terminology, understanding what things are called and why. This has actually been really big in my businesses that use Zoho. Um, so when the team's talking, we're using the same lingo, we're on the same page. I'm going to walk you through some of the main core functions of CRM, what its abilities are, um, you know how things work uniquely in Zoho, maybe compared to other CRMs. Um, really, my goal is is for you to have a full understanding of the main core functions, so that you can, and this is the key, so that you can best f- figure out how it applies in your business. That is my goal of creating these podcast episodes is that I don't think your average tutorial and things like that out there really help you understand things in a way that make it easy to apply to your everyday and to your business. So I want you to understand how the parts of CRM work. I want you to understand the lingo. I want you to understand the possibilities and the functions that exist so that you can execute effectively, efficiently, um, but also potentially see opportunities to uh, make the software work even better for you. So with that, let's dive in. First thing I want to do is establish some terminology. Okay, Every CRM might use slightly different terminology, so it's really important that you and, and your team or your fellow coworkers are using the same lingo. 
So CRM is made up of what we call modules. Most of the things you'll see across the top menu bar are modules. And within a module are records. So a kind of an, a good layman's term for record might be like a profile. So um, if you were thinking about um, like social media profiles, right? Like every person has a profile. So I'm talking about like Facebook or Twitter. Um, everyone's got, you know, a profile. Well, that's what exists within a module, but we call it records. So modules are kind of the individual silos uh, of information. So a module would be something like leads or contacts or accounts or deals. Okay, so one module is very different from another module. Okay, but then within those modules, you're going to have records. So, you know, if you have the leads module within that, every single individual lead would be a record. Okay, so you have a leads module and then every single individual lead is a record. So that's a terminology you're going to want to get familiar with that uh, is records. Now, records, and this is kind of where the social media uh, analogy makes sense, records are made up mostly of fields. So within a record, you can have whatever fields you want. If we're talking about the leads module that has leads, of course, then we're going to have fields such as name, lead source, where did they come from, lead date, right? What date did they become a lead? Now, Across all the modules, though, you can have whatever fields you want. Some fields are uh, just text, right? So you input whatever text you want. Some fields might be date fields. Some fields can be drop-down fields where you have the ability to choose either one option or even potentially select multiple options, okay? So you have the ability, and this is one of the best things about Zoho CRM, you have the ability to customize almost anything. So whatever type of information you want to visualize, about a record, about a lead, or about a contact, or about whatever you might be tracking and storing information on within a module, you have the ability to create whatever fields you want. You have a bunch of types you can choose from, again, like text, dates, drop-downs, and so forth. So you have your modules, you have your records within modules, and then, you, and then those records are mostly made up of fields based on whatever information you want to visualize. But you also have some other functions within a record. You also have notes, which is your really basic idea of, of taking notes. You know, it's so funny. I, I often think about, you know, I'm on the phone with uh, customer support for anything, right? Maybe my cell phone or something like that. You ever just have that feeling where you're like, I wonder if they're actually putting in the notes what I'm telling them? You know, I feel like I'm going to have to call back in a week when my problem is not resolved and I'm going to have to re-explain the entire thing to the rep all over again because they're not putting in the notes, right? Well, every single module within CRM, whether it be the modules that come right out of the box that are kind of pre-created or you have the ability to actually create custom modules and I'll, I'll kind of briefly mention that later in the episode, but notes is an inherent function to modules and it's just a running feed of notes, Okay, so the notes are stored forever. You can certainly go back and edit or delete notes, um, but it's just kind of a running feed, and you can hop in there anytime and make notes related to that specific record. Um, so I think that's, that's really valuable. And then the other thing that you do typically within a record is what's called activity. So that's another term you're going to know. Activities is the sum of things like tasks um, or calls, um, potentially mostly outgoing calls, 
And then events. So, you know, if you were to have an event on your calendar and you were to associate that in some way with a record. So a simple example there would be if you had an event on your calendar and that that event was was somehow connected to one of your leads or one of your contacts, which is one of the other modules. And I'll kind of explain the difference between leads and contacts here shortly. But um, but they call that events, and all that's considered an activity. And and this makes sense again when you think about you think about leads, you think about contacts. You're going to probably want to create tasks around managing the interactions with those leads or with those contacts. Once in a while, you might create an event, say something like a phone call uh, that goes on the calendar, um, and then. It even the system even has the ability. It's kind of an advanced function, but to potentially even track when you make a phone call to that lead or that contact, and so that becomes part of the information of the record as well. So to kind of bring all this together, and look, I know this can be difficult when you know this is a podcast and not necessarily at a computer, right? And quick side note for that, um, I'm happy to turn a lot of these podcasts into videos. Just. Put it in the comments. Tell me that's what you want. Um, But one of the reasons I'm doing this as a podcast is because what I've always found is by the time I'm at my computer sitting down trying to work, the last thing I'm going to do is whether it's 10 minutes or or an hour, it's just really unlikely that I'm going to sit there and watch a tutorial. I've done it before and I will do it sometimes, but I wanted you guys to have something that you could potentially even listen to in the car or maybe listen to in the background. So there's obviously some challenges with not being able to you know, necessarily see and visualize everything I'm talking about, but I wanted to create that option where maybe this is something you're doing in the car that's in the background, and I'm certainly happy if the demand's there um, to create you know, visuals to kind of go with what we're talking about. But that said, to kind of bring it all together, the point of modules and records when you go into a record is – You've got really three or four main areas of information that matter to a record. You're going to have whatever fields are important. Again, the text fields, the drop downs, the dates, and so forth. You're going to have the ability to take notes about that record and then activities. So things like tasks and calls and events. Okay. So let's talk about the four main modules that come out of the box with Zoho CRM. You've got leads and you've got contacts. And then you have deals, which sometimes is referred to as potential. Sometimes it's referred to as opportunities. Um, It just kind of depends on where you're looking and what information you're reading uh, throughout different Zoho documentation I've seen. I have seen that referred to uh, in many different ways, Uh, deals, potentials, opportunities. I'll expand on that in just a moment. And then you've got accounts. There are more modules than this out of the box, but these are the four I want to focus on at the moment. So... Let me kind of break down each for you uh, and help you better understand the out-of-the-box purpose of these. One of the lessons I've learned the hard way in my business is that the best thing you can do is first understand the intention of the software. The people that create the software, how did they intend it to work? Because oftentimes, you know, you might go rogue and you might say, I know it's intended to work this way, but I really want it to work this way instead. And, and I think that can be okay. But if you first understand the way it's intended to work, I think that that can really help. Um, that can really help whether you go rogue or maybe you see an opportunity to say, you know what, the way the software works actually makes more sense than the way I do it. So that's why I want you to have a foundational understanding of how these are supposed to work. So let's first talk about leads and contacts. So leads is exactly what it sounds like. This is kind of your 
starting place for anyone that you would consider a lead in your business model. And that definition is 100% up to you. Who goes here and who might not go here is 100% up to you. But when you think about this from a traditional business standpoint, leads are going to be people who um, you think may have a possibility of doing business with you, but it's very early on in the process. Okay, so the typical way that Zoho intends for you to use leads is kind of a starting point and a clearinghouse for who's a legitimate lead and who's not. So another way to look at it is it's a place for the raw data. Maybe you only have a name. Maybe you only have an email. Maybe you only have a name and a phone number. So the first thing is that the leads module is kind of a place for you, kind of a clearinghouse for you where you begin to gather information about a lead, not just their contact information, but maybe even begin interacting with them in small ways, whether it be through reaching out to them, whether it be email, whatever it might be, you're kind of gathering information about that lead, both contact info as well as interest level. Um, And it might be based off interactions. It might be based on social media interactions. Again, it's all about your business model. But the idea is that they're a lead until, and this is the key, until they take a significant step forward and potentially becoming a customer or a client or whatever term you use. And the, the, uh, the, the way Zoho intends for this to work is that contacts, what makes contacts different from leads is that somebody becomes a contact when they become either a customer or of a very possible customer, if that makes sense. Um, and so here's kind of the way to think about it. So obviously, if you meet people that you know have no chance of being a customer or a client, you just throw them right into contacts. Think of contacts as, as the, the old-fashioned Rolodex. Okay, this is everyone you know. But Zoho thinks that it would be beneficial if someone has the potential of doing business with you if you actually start them off as a lead and you kind of keep them separate and apart from all of your contacts. And the idea is once you begin to have serious conversation about them, now they should become part of your Rolodex. Another way to think about this, and here's why this is a benefit, is let's say you were to somehow uh, you know, receive a list of a 1,000 potential leads. It could be a list you purchased. Maybe you scraped it. Who knows where it came from? But these aren't really people that maybe you want in your contact database, right? Like you, you, you've probably had zero to or a little to zero interaction with anyone on this list. And so you don't want to all of a sudden have your primary contact database increased by a thousand people. So you put all a thousand of them in as leads. As you start to engage these thousand people, and some start to show serious interest in your business, then maybe it makes sense that they become part of your Rolodex, part of the contact module. So it's up to you to decide when that transition happens from someone being a lead to now being a contact. That's completely up to you. But that is the intention that Zoho has for CRM, to create this separation where you define how the separation works but that ultimately there is this separation between who's a lead and who's a contact. Now, there are a couple benefits of using the lead module and having everyone who is a potential lead starting there. For example, there's a really neat feature called lead scoring where 
every record within the module, right? So a, a lead record would be the individual lead, might be a person, might be a company, but it's, it's, it's a lead. And based on actions they take, um, you can actually create scoring. So every visit to your website, they could actually could bump up their score and you know things like that. In this episode, I'm not going to dive too much into lead scoring, but that's one of the really unique features that exists for leads. Um, and so it's important to know that. Now, what happens is there's a process where you go into a lead, you click a button called convert, and you're actually converting that lead to a contact. So like I said a minute ago, that's something that you're going to want to understand uh, in your business when you want to do that. If you're a new employee in the business and you're listening to this because you're wanting to learn the Zoho basics, you're going to want to make sure you have a clear understanding of when and why your company converts someone from a lead to a contact. Now, one thing that might influence your decision is understanding deals, which I told you is sometimes also referred to as opportunities or sometimes also referred to as a potential. This is the, the native idea here is that this is where you track your sales process. It's very possible that you might not necessarily need this module. It all depends on your business and how exactly you go about selling your product or your service. But typically, especially in any sort of service-based industry, you're going to have some sort of process. Maybe it's an in-person meeting, it's a phone call, then it's some sort of follow-up. Ultimately, you're trying to move someone to a closed sale, or kind of the industry term is, is one. How do you win, win the deal? Okay, so deals is a module specific for this. And within a deal, you have the ability to track your sales process. For example, one of the native fields is a drop-down called stages where you would potentially create the stages of your sales process. So for example, in, in one of my, my primary business, which we do marketing for attorneys, and most of it's done over the phone. So you know, the first stage might be trying to schedule the phone call. The second stage might be the phone calls happen and now we're in follow-up. And then the third stage is simply, you know, won or lost. And then you could divide it up even further. You know, you could have stages that are just based on timing, right? So stage one is they're in the first 30 days of the sales cycle. Stage two is they're in the second 30 days. Stage three is they're in the the third 30 days, right? Days 61 through 90. You kind of choose the stages, but that's one of the benefits of the deals modules, the ability to kind of track the sales process, okay? And just like every other module, you now have the ability to have other fields. You have the ability to have notes specific to that deal. You have the ability to create tasks and events around that deal. And here's why this is important to connect to the whole leads versus contacts thing. Because once you're ready to create a deal for somebody, they can't be a lead anymore. You have to go ahead and convert them to a contact. So in other words, the typical flow here is you decide when that deal process starts. So for example, in one of my businesses, it is when we have a sales call. If we have a sales call with somebody, a deal gets created for them. Otherwise, they stay a lead. They stay a lead forever unless they have a sales call with us. Once they have a sales call with us, they become a contact, right? They're not part of our Rolodex, like I was saying. And then we have a, a deal record for them. And the deal record is where we track the progress of trying to get that deal closed and won. And, and ultimately, if we don't win that deal, 
then we'll mark that deal as lost, but they are going to stay in contact. Unfortunately, and this is really important to know, there's no way to undo that conversion of a lead becoming a contact. Once someone becomes a contact, they stay there. Uh, now, maybe in the future, this is something Zoho will change. So if you're listening to this podcast and that's not the case, then excellent. Zoho has changed that function. But right now, the time of making this episode, once somebody is no longer a lead and they've been converted to a contact, uh, there's no one doing that. They're now a contact. Okay, So you want to consider that too when you, when you think through uh, you know, when does that conversion happen? You know, I, certainly it's crossed my mind before that, you know, I'd rather have someone stay a lead forever unless they become a customer, or they become a client. The only downside there is, is that kind of negatively impacts how you might use the deals module, right? Because if you want to have a deal, that deal um, has to be associated to a contact. So in other words, if you, if you were to say, I'm only going to convert someone to a contact if they have become a customer or a client, then you would be skipping kind of that deal process altogether, okay? Um, because the deal process is meant to help you kind of track them going from, from a potential client or customer to actually becoming one. So just kind of some things to think about. When you get in there and play around, it might make more sense. But the fundamental things for you to walk away with from this part of the episode is leads is meant to be a starting point. But at some, some point along the way, Zoho wants you to make them a contact. And so you kind of have to decide when that process happens. But when you understand that for them to have a deal, they must become a contact, that will probably highly influence the direction you go. Um, and again, so usually at some time along the sales journey when that interest level and becoming a customer, becoming a client becomes serious. Maybe it's when they schedule a consultation. Maybe it's when you have the consultation, um, whatever it might be, you know, that's, that's when you want to kind of make that decision. And again, if you're listening to this episode because you're joining a company and this is so you can better understand Zoho, um, you're going to want to make sure you have a clear understanding of when does a deal get created? When does a lead become a contact? And then the final main module we haven't talked about yet is the accounts module, which is simply the module meant for businesses or companies. So if contacts are individual records for people, then accounts is the individual records for the business or company they work for. And so the benefit of this is that just like on an individual lead or an individual contact, you might want to have notes or fields and tasks around that person, you may also want to have notes and information around a business instead of the individual person. Another benefit is that you're going to connect contacts to the company, the business, the account that they're part of. And so if you were to go to the account record for you know, ABC business, then you could see all the contacts that are part of that company. So it's just understanding that you know the accounts module is meant for businesses, while contacts and leads is meant for people typically. Now, don't be thrown off by the term account. I have before. It's, it's kind of made me think, oh, okay, that's accounts as in like they're already customers, they're already clients. No, okay? Accounts are the companies or the businesses that are in your system. And so every time you create a contact, this is important to know, every time you create a contact, 
there is a field for the account or the business they're part of. If you put a, a, a business name in there that doesn't exist yet, it's going to go ahead and create an account. So if you can even just rename accounts to be companies or businesses, and it might make a little more sense. Okay, So just kind of understand that accounts are companies and businesses. And just like all the other records, it gives you the ability to have information, tasks, notes, et cetera, around that business versus maybe just an individual person within that business. The other just quick side note that's important to note is that leads don't have accounts. So think of contacts and accounts and deals kind of in their own silos that work together. Leads are kind of the starting point. You can put a company name in for a lead, but it does not create an account for them. So in other words, if you were visualizing this picture, leads at the top, which is a starting point for everyone, and then below that, all mushed together, is deals, contacts, accounts. Once somebody leaves becoming a lead, once they are converted to a contact. Now an account or a business record gets created for them and you have the option of creating a deal for them. Okay, so once again, leads stay separate. Leads don't have deals, leads don't have accounts. But once a lead becomes a contact, then you can have an account record, then you can have a deal record. So let's move on and kind of talk about some of the other um, features and, and other things that are available that I think are important to know from the beginning that are kind of foundational to you getting the most out of CRM. First is to actually tie a nice bow around our module conversation with a couple uh, tips on navigating modules. So I've already explained a lot around, okay, you, you, know, you have fields and you can take notes and create tasks and so forth. I think as you start playing around with it, that will become very intuitive. One of the things that I've seen really underutilized, though, is the list view of modules. So when you click on any module, you click on leads, you click on deals, okay, you click on contacts, your native view is going to be this list view where you're going to see all of the records. And then you actually have the ability to choose what fields you want to see from that list view. So think of this like a spreadsheet for all your records. Okay, and you've got columns that you can choose from. And this is really important because you, you have some really valuable things you can do pretty quickly from this view. There's going to be a filter um, section on the left-hand side where you can grab any field and create a filter. So let's, let's say you're looking at deals and you want to see everything that's been closed and won in the last month. Then there literally is a that you, you go to the field that's closing date and you say last 30 days, for example. Okay, and you might say stage. Remember we talked about the idea of deal stages. Where are they in the sales process? You might say something like stage is one and closing date, which is when it was one, is the last 30 days. And you know, in a few seconds you can visualize information. Um and so this is across all modules. All modules have this list view, and then you have the ability to filter and sort by any of the fields that exist for, for, for that module and for those records. And so this is often underutilized, but when you're trying to narrow down some information, um, you want to see everybody that shares a, you know, a common trait or something like that, just know that you have that list view available to you. You have some other views you can play with as well. Um, there's a canvas view where you can, it, you kind of, it, it's a prettier view of everything. Um, and you can actually include pictures 
on records and do some neat things. You also have a view called Kanban. And the idea behind Kanban is the ability to actually drag and drop and move records around to actually change information. So again, I know this is one of those things that might be hard to visualize on a podcast, but the place it makes the most sense is actually in deals. And so if you have four uh, deal stages for the sales process, there's actually a view where you can see those four stages as columns and you can actually drag each deal, each record uh, to the next column or the next stage of the sales process. Um, And all that's doing is automatically updating that stage field. So there's some cool ways you can visualize things. So Kanban is the idea of dragging and dropping, um, you know, based on something like like a deal stage or like a sales process. You've got the canvas view, which is um, a more kind of artsy view. And you really just have to jump in there and play with it to see what I mean. I won't even try describing it on the podcast. But then your traditional view is that list view, which is kind of like a spreadsheet. Um, And you have some really neat abilities to quickly filter out. You also have the ability to save lists. This is really big. So if you, within accounts um, or within contacts, you might just simply want to see all your customers. And you can actually save a list view that that is filtering in only your customers. Okay, so you also have the ability to save some views, and um, and I think you're going to want to you know do that as you start using it more and more. The last thing I want to mention about modules before we wrap up the episode talking about just some other neat features to be aware of is you have the ability to create custom modules. So. On most of this episode, we've been talking about the four core modules, like leads and how they become contacts and how they become deals and how they become accounts. But the whole idea of creating records and those records having fields and notes and and being able to create activities, right? Tasks, calls, events around those records. You could do that for any type of information you wanted to. So you could create a custom module And it would follow that same hierarchy. If there's something else you want to track or you want to create records for, and then you want those records to have individualized information, whether it be notes or fields or tasks, you have the ability to do that. I'll give you a simple example of one of the things we do in in the company I told you about earlier where we're creating a, a marketing content for lawyers. We actually have a content module. And we create a content module for every one of our clients. And that content module... I'm sorry, we create a contact record. <laughs> I'm tripping up with my own words here. Um, if you call it that, that means that this podcast is really sinking in for you. Um, but so you, uh, we have a content module and then we create a content record, right? An individual record for every client. And that record is where we track the status of their content each month. So for example, um, if we have a customer ABC law, we're going to create a content record that's called something like ABC law content. And we'll probably have a drop-down field, which is the status of the content. And so those options might be something like in progress, complete, needs approval, approved, published, and so forth. So now what we're doing is we're using a a content module to track the workflow and the progress of the content we're creating each month for a client. And in this particular case, we wanted to have some fields and notes and tasks around the content for that client that was separate and apart. And so we created a module for it. You certainly could take the example I just said and you could put that same drop-down field 
on the contact record or on the account record because, again, you can add custom fields to all those modules that came out of the box. But if for any reason you want to track something separate and apart from those existing modules, you actually could create a custom module and really do whatever you want with it. So again, if you understand the core function, you understand the idea of records and fields and notes and activities around the module, it really opens up the possibilities of other things you might want to create modules for separate from just leads, contacts, deals, and accounts. So the last two things I want to talk about are automations and analytics. Two separate things, but both things that I think are really important to know from the get-go with Zoho CRM. So automations are exactly what it sounds like. It's the ability to automate something within CRM. And the idea here is you have a trigger and you have a resulting action. So for example, let's say that when a deal is one, when it's marked as one, maybe you want to automatically update the closing date field And maybe you want a series of tasks to be created, right? You just closed a deal. Are there things that maybe have to happen now that that deal was closed? So in in workflow automations, which is something within settings, you have the ability to actually automate that process. And you would say, okay, there's a trigger. And the trigger is when the field stage is changed to one. And when that happens, I want these actions of tasks to be created, I want the field of closing date to be updated. You even could say I want an email to be sent to my manager saying that I just closed the deal. Okay, so your triggers are things like a field has changed. Your triggers can also be things like a certain amount of time since something was updated. So if a deal was created 30 days ago or a task is 30 days old and hasn't been completed yet, that could trigger an action. Uh, the action could then be things like send an email or have another field be updated, have tasks created, and so forth. Okay, another a good example is you could have an automation for every time a lead is created. So the record being created would be the trigger. Every time a lead is created, um, you might uh, automatically have the owner of that lead assigned based on some sort of rotation or something like that. Okay, so who in the company now is assigned to that lead? So they fill out your contact form online. They automatically get added to Zoho, um, which is kind of something you set up separately. Not really something to dive into this episode, but it's not too difficult to have something like that happen. But they're automatically added to Zoho from, say, your website. Um, but then who that lead gets assigned to within your company, you can create an automation for something like that. So, so anything you want to have happen automatically where an email gets sent, a field gets updated, tasks get created, and so forth, jump in there, play around. It's really easy to look at it and see what the triggers are and see what the resulting actions are. And then that'll kind of open up your mind to some of the neat things you might be able to do to create some automations um, to kind of make your workflow more efficient. The last thing I want to talk about, and we're going to have wrapped up this CRM walkthrough. Okay, so I hope you're still with me. I hope you're doing well. Um, you know, Take that one last sip of coffee and we'll power through this. Um, but again, I hope it's been helpful so far. This is This is the overview I wish I had and it's the overview that you know, we're going to continue to use with our teams every time we make a new hire and that sort of thing. So I hope it's been helpful so far. But the last thing I want to mention is analytics. So data. CRM has a lot of different options for you to visualize data. And sometimes it can be a little confusing to understand what the differences are. So that's really what I want to focus on here. So the first area that you have the ability to create 
uh, data is reports. Reports is one of the items you're going to see up there in the main menu with the other modules. And reports is honestly exactly what it sounds like. It's the ability to generate reports, typically lists or charts, um, just based off whatever criteria you put in. It's very similar to a little bit earlier in the podcast, I talked about the list view and modules and how you could um, create certain criteria for who you want to see. So reports is very similar, um, but the benefit of reports is that you can download those reports. Um, You can also turn those reports into uh, visual graphs using dashboards and components, which, which is exactly what I'm going to talk about next. Okay, but reports is one of your options to basically uh, create savable um, lists and charts um, based off different criteria. And, and, and reports access all the modules. So you could create a report based on any, any data from any of the modules. The next is dashboards, which is also one of the options up there in the menu. And a dashboard is a visual layout of data. So this is where you're going to typically have graphs and things like that that are a little more visually interesting. Um, and you have the ability to create these by pulling information directly from the different modules. You also have the ability to use reports. So you, have, you might have a report that's a list, but you want to see that list as maybe a bar graph or something like that. You have the ability to do that in dashboards. Um, so if you are the person who likes to see data in a visually attractive way with graphs and things like that, play around in dashboards Uh, creating components. One of the other cool things you can do is you can save a dashboard and actually put that dashboard on the CRM homepage for your users. So you might create a dashboard for sales and then that sales dashboard becomes the homepage for all of your salespeople when they sign in. And you can actually do that by role or by user. So you could get specific in saying this dashboard should be seen by this type of user but this dashboard should instead be seen by this type of user. And, um, and that's the little home button there at the top of CRM, which is typically the screen you're taken to by default when you sign in. So you can kind of always start by seeing a dashboard. The final thing to know about is Zoho Analytics. So Zoho Analytics is a separate app in the Zoho Suite which is like the ultimate advanced version of analytics. But you know, I don't say advanced to scare you off. Basically, if there's anything you want to see that doesn't natively exist from a data standpoint in CRM, you most likely can create it in Zoho Analytics. Because what Zoho Analytics gives you the ability to do, if you're up for it, is actually create your own formulas. Right? You're not relying on whatever the default reporting or dashboard items are within CRM. If you say, I really want to see a data point that you know takes this and compares it to this or multiplies it by this, you know, um, you actually can create all those custom formulas and type that type of thing in Zoho Analytics. Additionally, Zoho Analytics allows you to pull from other apps, not only other apps within the Zoho suite, but even some external apps like QuickBooks, like some other, like for, for finances, or I think it even integrates with like Facebook ads or Google ads. There's just a variety of pieces of software it integrates with. So if you have some sort of reporting you want to create that either A is from data within CRM, but reports and dashboards doesn't 
get it for you. You could put it, you could go to Zoho Analytics and um, kind of learn how to create a formula around what you want to see. Or if you had reporting and data you wanted to see that needed some data from CRM, but combined with data from something else, maybe data from Zoho Projects or Zoho Books or data from something completely outside of the Zoho world, Zoho Analytics might integrate with that thing and then you actually have the ability to combine data from something in Zoho with something outside of Zoho and actually create um, the same thing. You could create reports like lists. You could also create visual um, components where you're seeing graphs or charts. And so you've got some really advanced features. Again, depending on your role, this might be like whoosh right over your head or like why am I being told this? And it's just for your your own knowledge, your own edification, right? The more you know, um, you know, if, if you're not the person who's going to execute that in the business, you still knowing that exists might help you go to your manager, go to your IT person and say, hey, I would really love to see some reporting around this or that. I don't know exactly how to do it, but you know, if we can't do it in CRM, maybe something we can do in Zoho Analytics or something like that. And so, you know, these are the things, like I said, that I wish um, I knew. This is the podcast I wish existed from the beginning. So we covered a lot, okay? But let me try to bring it all home for you um, as we kind of wrap this up, okay? There's four main modules, leads, contacts, deals, accounts. The main thing to understand there is that leads is kind of its separate thing, that lives in a vacuum, and only once you graduate someone from being a lead to a contact do they then also become an account, and you also have the ability to create a deal, right? Now, within all those modules, you're going to have records. That's the individual uh, person or the individual business, and you're going to create notes. You're going to create fields to track information. You're going to also have the ability to do activities, which are tasks and events and potentially even calls if you integrate some phone software, which is possible then I also want you to understand that you've got some really cool features with automation. So you can actually make some of those fields update automatically or make some of those tasks get created automatically. Or you can create email notifications uh, based on certain events that might happen. And then you also have the ability to track data till your heart is content, uh, either using reports uh, or dashboard, which is a more visual representation, or by bringing the CRM data into Zoho Analytics, which is a separate app where you actually can then um, kind of create your own formulas and see things that might not be easily available to you within CRM. Okay, If you understand how to navigate modules, if you understand how to uh, kind of manage the records and you understand how to take advantage of some of the abilities to create data and create automations, it's going to make your journey using Zoho much easier and potentially even more fun and more rewarding as you're going to find ways to improve upon it. So I appreciate you going on this journey with me. Your feedback means the world. So please let me know what you think. Uh, be nice in the comments, <laughs> but, but you know, let me know how I can help. My goal, if this is the first time you're listening to this podcast, the whole point of creating this podcast is because I believe that Zoho, and I don't work for them, but I believe Zoho is a phenomenal software suite for your business. Um, but, I, but I also know that it's very easy to not be taking full advantage of the software you're using. It's very easy for um, you to not be having your day-to-day run as efficiently as possible. And so I'm trying to create 
the tools that I wish I had along the way as my company was adopting Zoho and using Zoho. And as I learn how to better Zoho my businesses, I'm going to create these podcasts and help you Zoho yours. All right. So thanks for listening and uh, please subscribe and listen to some more episodes. Thanks so much. Hope it was helpful. Thank you for listening to this episode of Zoho My Business. Please subscribe and share with others who are using Zoho or who would simply benefit from using software more efficiently in their business. As I continue to Zoho my own businesses, I will share what I learn along the way and help you Zoho yours.